Welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network, coming to you from the TeacherCast studios since 2011. Join us each week as we bring you the latest educational news, ed tech updates, and hottest interviews with today's most influential leaders in education. And now, for your host, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is TeacherCast podcast episode number 209. Today, we are celebrating some amazing news in education. Today, we've got two great guests, one from a learning management system and one from an ed tech company you might have heard about, talking about a brand new merger of amazing skills that are going to help you bring the love of reading to your students. Students of all ages, that's what we're here to talk about today on our TeacherCast podcast. We hope you are having a great school year. There's a lot of great things happening in my life as a middle school teacher. We're dealing with a lot of students that are making some great projects. I've been helping my kids out doing things like spreadsheets and audio and video. And if you are in that situation and you want to help your kids bring some audio and video into your classrooms, I want to remind you guys that we've got a great platform on TeacherCast. Check out www.podcastingwithstudents.com. Podcastingwithstudents.com is the place to go to for all your audio and video needs. If you're looking to bring podcast, video, audio, anything that has to do with media into your classroom, check it out today over at podcastingwithstudents.com. And I also want to remind you guys that every single Monday we drop our other show, Ask the Tech Coach, the podcast that talks to instructional technology coaches all about professional development and how we can help our adult learners do great things in their classrooms. So check that out over at askthetechcoach.com and let us know what you guys think by reaching out, subscribing to us all on all of our podcasting channels and following us on Twitter at TeacherCast. We want to know how you guys are doing. Check us out today over at TeacherCast.net. My first guest today is the Vice President of K-12 Strategy for Instructure. She's going to talk to us all about this great new feature that's happening in Canvas, an amazing learning management system. I want to bring on Hillary Sharton. Hillary, welcome to the show. How are you today? Thanks so much, Jeff. I'm great. How are you? I am doing so fantastic. And you know what? I'm excited about the news today. Tell us about this latest adventure between Canvas and Microsoft Education. Well, we're really excited to have um, expanded our partnership with Microsoft and uh, offer their immersive reader uh, inside Canvas. And now what immersive reader is, is um, this really cool technology tool uh, that helps with reading comprehension and uh, decoding of reading for um, kidlets who are still learning how or who might have some difficulties learning, uh, learning to read or consuming written information. It is such an important thing. And, and, and before we dive into what Immersive Reader is, let's talk a little bit about Canvas, because we know that Canvas is an amazing learning management system that's being used by students of all grade levels and subject matters. Talk to us a little bit about Canvas and how you're seeing it being used in the classrooms today. Sure. Well, Canvas is a learning management system, which is just a fancy way of saying it's the online portal for your classroom, right, where kids can go online and see their homework and do their readings and, and turn stuff in and have conversations with their classmates. Uh, we have almost 30 million users across the entire world, um, and both K-12 and higher ed 
um, use Canvas quite a bit. It is a great platform. It is something that we've been using here at TeacherCast for the for the last few months as we're building some great stuff. We're going to talk all about that at the end of the show today. But before we go that, I want to bring on our next guest. He is somebody who is not a stranger to the TeacherCast Educational Network. He's a great friend from the Microsoft Education team, Mr. Mike Tolson. Mike, how are you today? Welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Jeff. Great to be here. It is great to see you. It's the first time we're getting a chance to catch up since uh, since ISTE. And I got to tell you, I am so excited about this announcement between Microsoft Education and Canvas, all yeah. about Immersive Reader. For anybody who hasn't heard yet, tell us about Immersive Reader, Mike. Why is this an important announcement today? Yeah, so as Hillary alluded to, the Immersive Reader is a tool that's really designed to help people with reading. And the background of this is we took a lot of the science and research that exists around reading, because there's a lot of it, and we said, what if we took a lot of these concepts and built them into software, initially focused on students with dyslexia, we used inclusive design principles, but the idea was that if these techniques can help students with dyslexia, these same reading uh, techniques can help all students with reading, and that could be non-native speakers that could be students with dyslexia and might be students with adhd it could be early readers mainstream readers across the board and we took this immersive reader initially and it was built into some of our microsoft products and so we initially built it into OneNote and word and outlook and flipgrid and teams but recently we opened it up on our azure platform and what that means is any app or partner or learning management system or anyone in the world who wants to integrate the immersive reader into their software can really easily do that and that's the big announcement where we've taken the immersive reader and canvas took it and they're lighting it up in in their software and so anyone who uses canvas can now suddenly use that immersive reader themselves so what does that look like as far as a teacher goes hillary if, if i'm a teacher using canvas what do i need to do to activate this and how can i be using it in my classroom effectively so it's really easy to activate. You do need to reach out to whomever runs uh, Canvas on your campus and ask them to turn it on, but all they have to do is flip the switch and then it's available for every course, for every written page in Canvas. You can access the screen reader and it, it has a variety of really cool tools um, that do things like um, allow text-to-speech, um, which makes the text more consumable uh, inside of Canvas, it lets you do different sizes and, and colors. Um, it <clears throat> gives you decoding kinds of things like uh, putting bigger spaces between words and more spaces between sentences and and highlighting the word that you're uh, that you're reading. And what we've found, what we've seen is that not only um, are teachers using this in their K-12 classrooms, but we're also seeing uh, students experience a lot of success with these tools in college. Mm -hmm. And that's important, Mike, right? Building technology to be used in a variety of learning spaces. I I'm excited because immersive readers being used at home with my five, almost six year olds. And here in Canvas, it's being used with higher ed. What makes immersive reader so special that anybody's able to use it, Mike? Yeah, a great question. So as you said, we're seeing it used across the board. Uh, younger students, uh, college students. I get mails privately. We have mails from CIOs and major corporations who are using these tools themselves because many people may have a need or challenges with reading. And it's not just reading challenges. We're seeing 
you know, real-time translation is also built into Immersive Reader in up to 60 languages. So we're seeing many students who need to translate an entire page into a different language, all those features still work. Read aloud, we have things like a picture dictionary built in, you know, line focus, breaking words into syllables, highlighting different parts of speech. All of those things work in different languages too. So here's an example. Not only is it used by students, we're seeing it sometimes used by parents. If a parent has access and maybe they need to read some content and they can't read the native language, even the translation there and read aloud is are ways that going beyond just the student, it could be the parent, could be the higher education student, could be anyone in between on that spectrum. And so it's one of those things where it can grow up with you through life, depending on what you might need in, in that phase of your life. And, and those are such important things to have as an educator. I know myself, you know, I, I have a class right now where the majority of my students are Spanish speaking, and I need to be able to create assignments that are interactive, that are capable for all student areas. Hillary, talk to us a little bit about some of the ways that Canvas and Immersive Reader have merged together. And maybe could you talk a little bit about some of the activities that you're seeing students using and, and how teachers are really deploying this great feature? So uh, teachers um, don't really have to do anything at all differently. They can create the content that they usually create. Um, they can uh, write pages in Canvas uh, and put all of their content together as they typically would. It doesn't take any special effort or, or work on the part of the teacher. What happens is all the magic lives on the student side. And I, I'm, I'm sure you know this, Jeff, there are 7 million students in the in the U.S. who um, receive special education services, and we know that when they graduate and when they go on to the rest of their life, like Mike said, um, those uh, uh, challenges that they may have with learning don't don't go away. Uh, so, no matter how you're how you're consuming content in Canvas, or no matter how it was created, students are able to turn on the tool for themselves mm -hmm. and use. The translation or uh, or any of the highlighting or coloring or spacing services in anything they're doing in any course in Canvas. And I think that's, that's the one important. thing just to add on to what Hillary said. She said a key word: students doing it themselves. That is one thing that I, mean, I I talk to a lot of people in the world who use Immersive Reader, and a recurring theme is the ability for students to do this independently by themselves in a non-stigmatizing way. Not saying like, oh, we're going to give you these special tools or, oh, the teacher's going to come over and enable this thing for you and, and get it turned on. The non-stigmatizing and independent way is very important from the feedback we hear in building that confidence. Now, is Immersive Reader available in all versions of Canvas? I know people access it on mobile devices. I know they access it on tablets, on, on, on desktops. Uh, Hillary, where can students take advantage and where can teachers take advantage of this great feature? There's really only one version of Canvas. Since we live in the cloud, we're uh, software as a service, right? We, we have only one uh, set of software that everyone is in. Um, so no matter what kind of device you're using uh, or what browser you're using, you'll be able to access these tools. 
That's amazing. And so any of your students that are out there are going to be able to take advantage of this. Mike, when we're looking at Immersive Reader as an application, and you mentioned it's in it's in a number of great places right now. And I love seeing all the uh, all the, you know, the hashtag Immersive Reader, all the updates that are happening to it, all the different places. Where can we look for this technology in the future? I have a feeling you're going to tell me this is just the beginning of a major, major plan that Microsoft has to help every student learn how to read. Yes. Well, I mean, part, one of the reasons why we opened it up as this cognitive service, as we call it in our Azure cloud, is so and I, Canvas is one of the best examples. Canvas has a very, very large number of students and educators they work with. And, you know, Microsoft products themselves only reach so many people. And we want to enable it to reach all the people of the world. Our, our mission is empower every student on the planet to achieve more. So I think one of the things we hope is that Immersive Reader, you'll see on more and more apps and platforms and services. Uh, and then there's also new capabilities that get rolled out in Immersive Reader. What's great is Canvas doesn't have to like run an update or do a thing because our service is in the cloud. So when we add more languages or when we add new support for syllables and parts of speech, or when we add new pictures to our picture dictionary, those just will show up. Uh, one example recently that we just rolled out that Canvas already has, they didn't have to do anything. We upgraded our text-to-speech voice quality. One of the biggest pieces of feedback was, hey, your text-to-speech voice, the, the, you know, the male or female voice, is decent, but we wish it were better. <laughs> and we rolled out what's called neural text-to-speech, which is our next generation sounding uh, more human voice. And that rolled out very recently. And so that just works now. And Canvas just has a better voice when you use the immersive reader. In terms of other things in the future, I'm, I won't be at liberty to share uh, the details today, but I'll just say, you know, we're always going to be working to make it better and better. And really listening to teacher and student feedback is the number one thing we do when we do that. So you'll continue to, to see and hear that. Hillary, it sounds like there's a lot of great things that Canvas is, and, and Immersive Reader can do when merged together. I also want to ask you guys the question about parents, because I'm assuming that parents, just like myself, can use this tool at home with, again, students of all ages. I'm using it here with my six-year-olds, but I know Canvas is a great tool not only in the classroom, but at home. So one of the things that we're super excited about with the Immersive Reader, uh, Canvas already um, uh, operates from the philosophy that uh, parents are better uh, partners in education and with teachers when they're included. And that's something that educational software often doesn't consider. We need parents to be in the mix. Um, being able to provide uh, uh, translation services and assistive reading technology to parents is super important so that they can uh, stay connected with the classroom and be able to help their students when they need it. Um, so parents, of course, can see all of all of these tools also and optionally use them if they would like to uh, right inside Canvas where they have logins with their students. Mike, first of all, I want to say thank you. I know you got to run here, but, you know, tell everybody back there in Redmond, keep making these great tools. And, you know, where can we get a hold of you, Mike? Where can we learn more about Microsoft Education to learn how Immersive Reader can be used maybe in their applications or in their classrooms? Yeah, so uh, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, my email alias, I'll just put it out there, is M-I-C-H-T-H-O at Microsoft.com. Or if, I'm, if you're on Twitter, my Twitter handle is the at symbol and then M-T-H-O-L 
F is in Frank, S is in Sam, E N. So M Tholfson on Twitter. In terms of getting hold and learning more about the immersive reader, we have a bunch of great content, and I'm hoping you'll be able to pop those URLs up there. But if you're a partner who's looking at integrate, the site is aka.ms forward slash immersive reader. And if you want to get the ultimate site that's got everything you ever needed about immersive reader, it is aka.ms forward slash all about immersive reader. And that's the one stop shop. And we will certainly have links to all of that stuff in our blog post over at TeacherCast podcast, episode number 209. Mike, I know I got to get you out of here, but thank you so much. And it's great to see you back here on the TeacherCast podcast. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Jeff. And thanks, Hillary. Uh, Great working with you and the Canvas team. It's been wonderful. Hillary, as Mike said, there's so many great things happening right now with Canvas, and I'm excited about this opportunity to bring Immersive Reader to so many teachers, so many classrooms, and so many students, but that's not the only thing that Canvas is known for. Talk to us a little bit about some of the other great things that are happening these days at Canvas. Um, Some of the other great things that are happening. Um, One of the things that I'm most passionate about um, is some of the new uh, the new partners that we have. I don't know if if you and I talked about Mastery Connect the last time we met. Um, uh, Mastery Connect is a is a formative and interim uh, assessment company. And um, assessment is one of the things that's uh, super important to me in my former career as an educator, um, I was paid by the special education department to do, um, all kinds of things, but a lot of it was, was doing standardized testing. And, um, we would make really big, really important decisions about kids' lives every day on the basis of standardized tests. And, um, that always wounded my soul a little bit thinking that, that, uh, we were putting so much importance on a one-time test that a student took. And Mastery Connect is actually heading out uh, to solve that problem in a really elegant way. They've developed a new statistical model uh, that will let you do essentially formative in-class through course kinds of assessments and get the same validity and reliability as high stakes assessments do. So theoretically, I can imagine um, this utopian future where kids don't have to sit in a room at the at the end of the school year for three days and take those those stressful uh high stakes tests at the end of the year right Right. it would be delightful if teachers could just assess in the normal course of business throughout the school year and get the info that we all need to to be able to make decisions well i i have to echo that and say it would be nicer if there's a lot less stress and pressure taking off you know, Mm -hmm. the teachers these days. And, you know, I wanted to to kind of wrap up here by asking a a question that we've been getting a lot on our Ask the Tech Coach podcast. We talk a lot about creating our digital roadmap, creating a, you know, what is our vision of a digital classroom? And it comes up more and more when we're working with um, tech coaches and other school districts, they want an easy way to create a digital environment. And that really is what Canvas is all about, creating a a seamless digital integration between the content, the curriculum, and the teacher and the student. You're just doing it through technology. You're not, you know, shoving technology in front of the students. You're using it as a tool to help bring the curriculum to life. No matter what the LMS, 
Talk to us a little bit about the importance of having a system. Why is it important for school districts these days to adopt some kind of a learning management, some kind of a digital environment, just to kind of put that bow around everything that's happening in the classroom? So, Jeff, your kids aren't old enough that you may you may not have experienced this, but I'll tell you about my daughter, Phoebe, who's in who's in high school right now. She has five or six different teachers. And anytime she misses a day of class, um, I have to go to probably six or seven different places to figure out what it is that she needs to do to get caught up. Right. Because her math teacher uses a wiki page and she has two teachers that use Canvas in the district and someone else has has some website that they built and, and, you know, the English teacher only does stuff on paper. So it's really hard for me as a grown up, right? And I have all this, uh, this developed executive functioning. It's hard for me as a grown up to keep track of all the places that I need to go to make sure that she stays on task and can learn what she needs to learn. And imagine how hard that is for our kids who don't have that fully developed frontal lobe and, and can't problem solve that way. When we talk to students about what they like most about Canvas, what they like most is when their teachers use it uh, just to communicate as like a digital planner. Just put your work in there, put dates on it, um, and let me see my grades, of course, when I'm done, because that's super important to me also. Um, but if schools can have one tool where students go, uh, that takes an awful lot of brain power um, away from trying to organize your life and puts it back on learning where it should be. It's about consistency. You know, I, even today mm -hmm. I was I was doing some training with uh, teachers from across my school on making a website. And, and the only thing I was preaching to them is, I don't care what you do at the website, but your homework should all be in a certain spot. Your contact should all be in a, across the school. So that way mm -hmm. your user, your parent, who's frantically trying to figure out how to help their, their students out across multiple teachers have a common experience for how to get in touch with us. And, and really, that's where Canvas comes in. That's where we're going to be creating that unified learning experience. So, you know, I always say for our, for our, our teachers, it, it's not about us and it's not about our students and it's not about our parents, but it's about everything. It's about the entire learning experience. It's a question of equity, right? Yeah. I don't always have students who can who can uh, handle those cognitive tasks. I don't always have students who are able to copy down things right from the board. I need to be able to have one place where they can go so that everyone has uh, the same opportunity uh, to be successful in my classroom. When it comes to that, and I'm going to bring you up your word, you said success. Mm -hmm. From the standpoint of Canvas who sees millions of teachers, students, et cetera. How do we define success in the classroom? Is it ease of use? Is it getting to the end of the day, having everything in front of you? H how do you define success these days? How do I define student success? Um, I think all of, our, all of our jobs are only, and only uh, might sound a little silly, but it's only to give our students the tools that they need to be successful adults. And so no matter what we're doing, if we're giving them what they need to grow up and manage the world, that's success. I, I'm so glad you said that. Um, today, I, I had a nice sit down with a seventh grade student who we were working on a project and so we got into this really deep conversation. And I said, do you know what my job is here? 
He says, you're here to teach me. I said, no, no, no. I'm here to help you become employable, employable. I'm here to help mm-hmm. you get a job one day. I said, that might be five or six years down the road, but eventually you're going to sit down next to somebody and they're going to say, tell me about yourself. Share with me what you're doing. Why, why should I bring you into our family here? And you could just see the seventh grader, like his eyes opened up. He's like, I never thought that's what I just thought I was learning how to do math or music or science or whatever. And I'm like, no, we, all of us are here to help you succeed when you're not here. And, and, and for me, I do it through technology, through a learning management mm-hmm. system, through Google Docs, through Immersive Reader, not, not anywhere else. And that's, that's what I, and I'm, I'm completely right there with you. For me, that's student success. That's, that's education success. That's showing that, te- that student that you care beyond the classroom walls. Today, I don't think it is possible to make, to turn children into successful grownups with technology will be part of their lives when they're grownups. It will be part of how they interact with the world. Um, it would almost be failing our students to not have them uh, get the opportunity to experiment with technology in a low stakes environment like school. If any school district out there is listening to this and are interested in bringing Canvas in, looking at the, the, the great features, the immersive reader, the, the ease of use, the simplicity of this great application, where can they go and how do they do this? Um, anyone can, can find out more information about Canvas at canvaslms.com. But you don't have to be um, a district decision maker uh, to use Canvas in your classroom. We offer, um, we call it free for teachers. Uh, it's essentially a place where you as a teacher can even go and set up your own online online classroom, even if your district is uh, not using an LMS or is using uh, some other tool. Because we believe uh, so strongly that everyone should have access to uh, the tools that we need to make our kids successful. So just go to canvaslms.com and you can find all the information you need. And I would certainly say when you're going to your next conference, whether it be an ISTE or, or something that's out there, step stop on over at the at the instructor booth check out all the great stuff that's happening on canvas that's where hillary and i met at ISTE last last year and we had a great time learning about how students are being taught in a digital classroom hillary i want to say one more time thank you so much for coming on the show and making teacher cast your home for professional development you guys are welcome back on the show at any point in time and i gotta say congratulations on the success and this amazing news of bringing immersive reader onto canvas Thank you for your time, Jeff. This was super fun. And I hope you guys had a great time listening to this show. We want to say thank you to Hillary and Mike for being on the show and sharing the news. I hope you guys get a chance to do it. Of course, all those show notes are going to be over on TeacherCast podcast episode number 209. We've got all the links. We've got some cool videos. Check it out today. And don't forget to check out our other channels. If you're a technology coach or into professional development, you can always check out AskTheTechCoach.com and our weekly podcast that drops every single Monday to help you improve your professional development. And of course, if you're looking to bring audio and video into the classroom, you can check out educationalpodcasting.com and learn how you guys can bring audio and video into your curriculum. So on behalf of Mike and Hillary and everybody here in the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. You've been listening to the TeacherCast Educational Network, hosted by Jeff Bradbury. Jeff Bradbury. 
please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at TeacherCast or online at www.teachercast.net. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.